We drink our beer in the basement So no one would know We didn't care where the days went Had nowhere to go, center point road When everything was about a kid What's going on, everybody? Uh, Hash it out, comedy podcast episode. We're on thirty nine, right? That was thirty. Yeah, it's gonna be thirty nine. I feel incredible. like I feel like uh, when we hit forty, we have to do something really crazy next week. Just do it naked. I mean, that's that's not where I was going with crazy. Yeah, not where I would go with it. But oh, uh, okay. It's interesting that he just goes with that right away. <laughs> um, Let's just go right there. Let's just go to nudity. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, it seems to me like you've wanted to go nude for a while, and that you're just going to use that as your excuse. I've been thinking about it, Rodney. Okay, I'm be honest with you. When when <laughs> you, when you jump to nudity that fast, it's definitely been on your mind. It's just what people do. We could promote on Pornhub yep. after that, and well, that could be a lot of listens. Well, now we have to change everything again, and I don't really have that in me right now. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, did, I did do a, a a comedy run with a guy who did a. Uh, T, uh, you know, one of those uh, cable access TV shows in Oregon. And his whole thing was he did his entire show naked. And all of his guests were naked. So like PBS, but Howard Stern. He's a PBS. Yeah, but it was like he was doing all access and they just, there's no restrictions. So you do whatever you want. So he was telling me about this. And then later during that run, we did a show. And at the show, there was this bachelorette party and there they had hired a a stripper to come up from Denver, but he got he had car trouble and couldn't make it. So they're like, "Hey, we had five hundred dollars we were going to give him, but we'll give it to you guys if you'll strip for us." I'm like, "I'm not stripping," but I knew he would because for crying out loud, he does a cable access show, dude. So he he just looks at me and goes or he just looks at me like. It's five hundred bucks, man. <laughs> and I'm like, look, I'm, I'll, you do whatever you're going to do. I'm going to go sit in the car. That's like the right time at the right place, right there. If you think about it, yeah. yeah. The stripper gets picked up perfect. by AAA. So, <laughs> so I go, I go get in the car, and I just fell asleep. And then about, uh, you know, about an hour and a half later, he comes and knocks on the door, and he, he gets in and he hands me four hundred dollars. And I go, what's this for? And he says, Well, uh, you know, if you if you weren't so cool, I wouldn't have been able to do this. So I give you <laughs> half of what I made. <laughs> <laughs> that's so the like, easiest 400 I was, like, I, I was like wow i guess i guess technically i'm a pimp now. yeah i was gonna say that's how you become a pimp actually that's <laughs> exact story how go. pimping begins <laughs> pimping ain't easy it is actually when you're it happens like when rodney yeah. Norman is your I pimp just, i just went, is easy. slept in the car for crying out loud i wasn't even sure if i was supposed to be tithing you actually don't know what happened while you were sleeping so that's what he was that's sleeping the in the car naked, oh, I, i'm pretty sure i knew what was going on um Another uh, uh, great day, and then it started raining. That's eh. basically been our entire May. After a beautiful four days, though, of pure sun. Yeah, but let me I'll tell you something. It. I want I'll to know how great, it. how much I love this fucking podcast. I'm here for you guys. I made these perfect porterhouse steaks. They were incredible. I made some nice zucchini, and I left it all on the counter and let my family eat it so I can come record this podcast. So I'm starving, actually. That's dedication. Well, thanks um, for joining us. Uh, the song of the week we have. Thomas Rhett, Center Point Road. We don't normally do a country song. Found this one today on Release Radar, Spotify. I know you guys are going to uh, support us one day. So just We're on Spotify you know. right now if you we want. We are on Spotify. Go, let, go, go subscribe. Please um, show us on Spotify. <laughs> I do Stitcher. And then, um, like, we've already heard the, the man, the, the, the voice of our guest this week. The man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> yes. Rodney Norman. <laughs> Yay! 
Oh yeah, I should have should like an applause. Or, yeah. So, no sound effects. I haven't gotten that level of uh, <laughs> of uh, editing yet. <laughs> you know, act like there's an audience here. I'll give you a quick rundown on Mr. Norman. He's been doing comedy for 20 years. Um, he was in the Marine Corps. Thank yep. you for your service. Thank you. Uh, one thing that upsets me, people on Memorial Day always thank people for their service. And I go, you got the wrong day, but I, <laughs> yeah. I respect yeah. it. Yeah. No, you were in the service? No. no. Funny story, Ronnie. I'm in the package store. I wasn't in the service. I was in the package <laughs> store. And uh, Real twist. I'm bald with a beard and I had camo shorts on. And this guy and his wife walk up and go, thank you for your service. I go, oh, I'm not, I'm not serving the counter. I'm a customer. And they go, no, thank you for your military service. I go, oh, also wasn't in the military. I'm just trying to get some strawberry Smirnoff nips. Uh, and they were like, oh. That's when he knew you were in you, the service. You look like you were in the service. I'm like, bald with a beard. They're like, no, the camo shorts. I'm like, so everybody that's ever shopped at American Eagle or Old Navy by khaki <laughs> is apparently, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wear funny. those to Applebee's next Veteran's Day. Get a free meal. Get a, a free get Dollarita. A free yeah. Um, my cousin corrected me on that. Uh, he he is a veteran. He goes, I'm like, isn't that is it weird when people say Happy Memorial Day? He goes, Yes, I've corrected him many times, and uh, it doesn't really matter. So I just accept it and just keep going. At that yeah, point. it's best just to say thank you. You're welcome, and then move on. Like a Happy, you're not dead yet, day. Yeah, yeah. Like I, whatever. <laughs> uh, I'll take well, it. I, I appreciate the attention from strangers, so I'll take it. Whatever you want to give. Me. Yeah. So, speaking of attention from strangers, I'm going to give you attention right now, Rodney. Fantastic. You have an eclectic background, and I think you're actually a pretty interesting person. Um, what we talked upstairs, and I didn't mention this to you, I mentioned it to Rodney, was we always have a, a new comedic, comedic guest on, and we lose a beautiful 10 minutes of us just meeting them and talking because we don't record it. Yep. What we should do is come down here, record it that first five minutes and then we can enter into the podcast is this an idea or the fact that i tell you to shut the fuck up every time you ask so many questions to people <laughs> probably both like 50, i 50 i literally think i tell oh yeah i've told you save it for the podcast and then you go real quick though like we have to i mean don't get it wrong we're gonna get a lot of great uh content and entertainment out of this but the idea of randomly it popping up into your head is just the fact how terrible your memory is i'm just glad you haven't mentioned dick or cock nine times well, in the first four minutes um because i am i have chosen my words wisely this evening Ooh, smart man And i have to work in the morning so the alcohol is those are friday episodes that's different oh uh, that's true that's true if friday uh, i mean, have friday, to work saturday morning too but i really don't care about saturday so, so it's not if, a big deal if i'm noticing a trend here on friday you talk about dick more well weekend's coming get really excited <laughs> so rodney has lived in Utah, North Carolina, Nevada, Virginia, Hawaii, California, Texas, and Missouri. That's impressive. I've never. I've been to yes. any. I've been to Vermont. Uh, Is that on the list? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. You know, I, I we were talking. The end. Rodney's been to fifty states, and I've been to forty-eight. And if you listen to the last episode, uh, people always ask, "What's the two you haven't been to?" I'm like, "Ah, Connecticut and Rhode Island." I don't know. <laughs> That's it. I've even been to I've been to Puerto Rico. I've been to a territory. Um, well, you know, it's always fascinating to me when we first moved out here, because uh, we we have this other business where we travel. We will be in I'll be in Massachusetts and Rhode Island all the time, and I show up with a car from Connecticut, and people in Massachusetts will be will be like, "Why well, you came all the way here from Connecticut?" And it's like, um, it was. Uh, 
was it was a forty minute drive. <laughs> no, not that like we touch. We t- yeah, our states we're, touch. We're kind of we're huge, bar, huge border. It's eighteen holes, and I'll get I, into Massachusetts. I lived I lived in states where counties were bigger than all three of your <laughs> yeah, states yeah, yeah. combined. For crying out loud, what are you guys all excited about? You lived in Rhode Island, Rodney. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, what was your favorite? What was your favorite state? My favorites. I love Hawaii, but I don't think I could ever live there. It would drive me. It's too nice to be there all the time. It's like dating. It's like uh, being married to like the hottest, like a supermodel. It'd be like it'd be too much attention. It's like she's really, really attractive, has a great body, but no conversation. There you it's go. Right, I mean, you know, Hawaii Smart is man. just. <laughs> it's just it, i mean it's beautiful there's a lot to do but at the same time it's just you know it's it's a one-trick pony i mean it is a beautiful paradise but that's but that's that that's it i've always had this <laughs> <laughs> i've always had this fear rodney um where if you live in hawaii then where is vacation you're not going to come to mass and yeah. be like oh shit yeah well yeah it was funny i met this guy he was he was hitchhiking on the side of the road and uh, so I stopped and picked him up just because, you know, why not? I get talking to this guy. And the reason he was in Hawaii, he'd been there about seven years. Um, him and his wife uh, decided to go on vacation to Hawaii. So they fly to Hawaii, get to, get to Hawaii, get to Honolulu, get in their hotel. And at that time, his wife says, oh, by the way, um, I've been having an affair and I want a divorce. I just thought I'd. I'd bring you to Hawaii, uh, uh, so um, it would be nicer, you know, for the for oddly the, well, considerate. And oddly. he said, he, he, <laughs> he, he said, he looked at her. He said, uh, he said, "F you," and walked out the door and lived in Hawaii on the beach ever since. He's just a homeless guy in Hawaii. He's I just, like that. I like I'm that like, man's theory. I, I go. So, do you know for sure if you're divorced? He says, "I have no idea." He now, says, where are they going to serve him papers? He says, I just live on the beaches in Hawaii. Black right? Pebble Beach. I was like, wow. Um, it, you <laughs> know what? The story. It, yeah. it, I'm, I'm pretty sympathetic or well, I guess I would use the word empathetic, right? Empathetic is when it hasn't happened to you, but you feel bad. Yeah. So I've never been homeless, but I always will give homeless people dollars. I've even given them rides. <laughs> the ride thing has never worked out so well for me, Rodney. <laughs> Stole um, my birthday gift, actually. Yeah. So I have two bad ones. First one is a guy at a package store in Chickabee called Genro's. I always give this guy cigarettes, and one day, now really, my empathetic side would be just be my girlfriend being like, "Come on," and they're like, "Okay." I don't be this is his first. This is his first bit. That yeah, he ever had. Well, this isn't bum loyalty. Oh, that okay. was all my own recognizance. Um, this guy, <laughs> I, I he was like, "I need a ride." I was like, "I'll I'll give you a ride." His entire outfit was covered in piss. I'm not materialistic, but damn it, I love my car. I love my car more than anything. And the second he stepped in was like a porter potty at an asparagus festival. Uh, And the whole time, here's me, Rodney. Oh, there's not there's not enough Febreze in the world to get this out. Ooh, I think I I think I just filled a power washer with with isopropyl alcohol. Just ruined my electronics. Uh, the second one was PJ's birthday. He's a huge uh, San Francisco 49ers fan. My Ooh. girlfriend orders these two shot glasses. They're like 20 bucks a piece. Uh-huh. I don't know if they were. She, Man, we'll she does all our buying. 
All uh, he was going to love them, though. They were beautiful, beautiful shot glasses. So there's a guy in the package store. It was an African-American gentleman. And he saw his friends who were also African-American. And they were like, <laughs> nah, you ain't getting in my whip, dude. My wife will kick my ass. And the other guy, he's like, come on, just wait for me. And he's like, nah, we don't want to hang out with you night dog. And I'm like, okay, they don't want to hang out with him tonight. And then my girlfriend's like, can we give him a ride? And I'm like, oh, fuck, Meg. <laughs> Look, his his own his own friends don't want to. Why do yeah, we? His, why his, 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 friends ju- his friends just said, you're too much to deal with. Yeah. When you're drunk. I don't even know if it was that. I could tell you what I thought it was. I've never seen someone enter a vehicle with the windows up and their breath was so bad that I started sweating. Mm. This dude had not brushed his teeth for quite some time. Uh, Now, me being oblivious, I'm like, "Hun, can you hand me a beer? We're like 10 minutes from PJ's and have a little road soda. She's like, no, we never do that. And I'm like, sure we do. Can I just get a beer? No, I didn't realize. She's smelling his breath. I'm smelling his breath. The guy probably didn't have a lot of money. The second I opened that beer, he was going to ask for a sip. Meg picked up on this. I didn't. So finally, she's like tapping my shoulder from the left. I'm like, oh, I get it. So we we finally dropped this guy off. And he's like, yo, y'all smoke weed? And we're like, no. And he's like, yo, you want to drive me? Get a five bag? I was like, not personally. Uh, and then he waits five seconds. He's like, so you guys smoke weed? I was like, nope. <laughs> I, mean, I got a bad memory, but nope. I'm telling you, 10 seconds ago, yeah. Yeah. pretty much confirmed that one. Nothing's, nothing's changed. <laughs> You know what? Actually, I do now. Thanks for waiting the five seconds. If, it, if it'll kill that smell. <laughs> so, so PJ, uh, Meg left his two shot glasses in a white bag under the seat. He looks under the seat. I thought he was just grabbing his bag. He grabbed that bag and the shot glasses. So we get to PJ's and we're like, oh, you're going to love your birthday gift. And he didn't because he never got to see it because this guy has uh, two really nice 49er shot glasses right now. Uh, he's <laughs> you know, I, I what I learned is that you never trust anybody who doesn't have any friends. Anytime somebody doesn't want to hang out with you, that person, psst, they're not they're not good for you. There's ever a reason. Yeah. So that's that's like the biggest fear in the world. Um, like my fear I have for this uh, drink review tonight. Oh, hold on. Can we... Uh... Just cap off on. Oh Rodney. yeah, go ahead. We got pl- let's, uh, wait, so, the, the, let's let's talk about me more. Yeah, yeah. Come on, thank you, Rodney. Great minds think alike. <laughs> no, what we do sometimes we'll jump around because you get into conversation. Yeah. And I have this little list in front of me, which is great, bullet pointed. Uh, Rodney, you've been doing comedy twenty years. Twenty years. Um, I'm pretty lazy, so I don't do my research. I didn't realize how established <laughs> you were. PJ does do I his do. research. So Rodney is open for Bill Burr. Norm McDonald, Louis Anderson, Emo Phillips, which I thought was just a 13-year-old girl who maybe had a cutting problem with black hair. <laughs> I, I guess he's an old-school comic. <laughs> and then Dave Attell. And when you told me that upstairs, I was like, like, thank you for coming, Rodney. Yeah, um, your list is, is impressive. Impressive. And they're, naming those people, do you have the – What's the first memory of all of that that you can think of, honestly? The first, the first person the that first, comes in your head. The first person, well, the first one that I ever got to open for was Bobcat Goldthwait. And because he was the first big name that we brought to the club. Yeah. And I remember he was just really, really cool. 
But it was an interesting experience because it was the first time I'd ever seen somebody get a standing ovation with an introduction. Yeah, that's that's like scary impressive. Yeah, because you just go, ladies and gentlemen, give a big Salt Lake City welcome to Bobcat Goldthwaite. And the place just goes crazy. Nuts, you know. And then he goes up there. I mean, it took like five minutes for everybody to calm down. And then his first word out of his mouth, the place went crazy again. And then he did a few jokes about Utah and the place is just going nuts. And I'm like, and this was, these were kind of throwaway jokes as a comedian, you know, as comics go. It's just stuff that you just kind of throw out there for the fun of it. And this stuff is killing. And it was just that, that moment I realized, wow, when you get famous enough, instead of you trying to impress the audience, all of a sudden the audience tries to impress you. And it's like, man, if you if you get to that point, when you get to that point where, where the audience you wants twisted. you to be funny. You and twisted the game. If, and they expect you to yeah. be funny. Like, they, they, they're expecting to laugh, but they know when you have that name, they're like, we're going to laugh no matter what. Yeah, because it's like, well, we know it's, I don't know if it's funny or not, but I'm going to laugh to let you know that I think it's, I'm smart enough to think you're funny. Exactly. You know, it's sort yeah. of that weird, <laughs> that, that, that is weird like, thing. It's like, it would be, imagine... Uh, that night he had your set and you had his, and you wonder like, would it have hit as hard if I did? Oh it? yeah, yeah. You th- you think that, and uh, and so it was just it was funny because I've watched it over and over again. It's like, I call it the Goldthwait effect. It's like watching. It's like, <laughs> it's like you like are that. so famous that they are literally gonna laugh at it's everything. Like, it's yeah. like you when your girlfriend or your wife asks you a question, you already know you're saying yes before they say the actual question. You're like, I'm gonna say yes no matter what because I. And that's what I normally try to do, anyways. And they could, and then all of a sudden they say a question. You yes, and you're like, you didn't really finish yet, and you're like, I asked you if I look fat. Yeah, Ooh. I just figured I automatically <laughs> just had yes rolling yeah. off my tongue. But this guy gets up there. They know the name. They know they know him for a, a reason. And obviously, he delivers. And even if he, in a weird way, didn't deliver, he was still going to get laughs. He could have hated that. You know, you have times where sports players go up there and they have a game and everybody thinks, wow, you played so well or you did everything you wanted to do. And he goes, oh, I really messed up on this play or I really did this. You're more critical of yourself, but the fans love you and they only care. They came to see you and you got that laugh or you got that win or whatever it is. But it's like super motivating uh, because you have to be more critical of your own work too. Yeah, You You have to always look at yourself like, we'll listen to this episode and go, this part, you know, was great. This bit was okay. We let's work on this next time. And and uh, I just feel like when you've been doing it for twenty years, there's gotta be moments where you're like, "That was awesome," but the next time I did it, I fixed this, and it came out even better. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I I I know that he's been doing it long enough because I've seen you once, and you don't have to talk to make people laugh. And that's my favorite thing about you is. You don't even have to talk. You could just go up on stage, and I'm I'm just laughing at little mannerisms and the way you you move around and stuff, and and it's kind of like you do like some you know some long pauses and it gives a little suspense. But that made me laugh. I'm like, he doesn't need to talk, and he's funny. Like one day, I hope I don't need to talk to make people laugh. What? Well, well, you know, it's it's. Part of that, you know, they say communication, only about 30% of it is actual words that you speak. Everything else is body language, uh, manners, yeah, just everything else. And I thought, well, you know, when I'm reading this and I'm thinking, you know, 
you should if you if you if this is true you could tell a joke without saying a word absolutely and so i started challenging myself to just get them laughing before i even say a word it's like people that know that's next level though that's you know, uh, a, a new comedian's not going to be like, I'm going to try to do this. That's that's the next tier. Like That's like you've gotten it down to a science. Yeah, a lot of it is just, just having the confidence to be able to stand up there without saying anything. Because everybody else is like, i got to say just the right thing. It's got to be perfect. And it's like... And then usually the first thing I say is usually complete nonsense. <laughs> well, you know, there's this old, there's this uh, salesman trick. I don't know if you've ever bought a car or, or bought a curb or, or a couple weeks you ago. Know. <laughs> but you know, if you're sitting with a salesman, a salesman technique is is that they'll say, "So, uh, uh, what color do you want it in?" And then they just don't say a word. And basically, what they've done is they've asked for the sale, and now it's in your court. What yeah. are you going to do with this? And the longer they pause, the more comfortable it becomes, the more likely you're going to say, oh, the red one. Boom, they just sold you a car. Honestly, Rodney, yeah. with the Kirby, the guy looks at me. I said, I don't have any money. If you're looking for the, the owner of the condo, that's my brother. He does have money. He's going to be the one. Don't pitch it to me. Yeah. Also, I tried to sell Kirby's for a month in college. It didn't work too well. Yeah. It was during the uh, housing market crash. Not exactly great uh, $1,200 vacuum salesman time. But, uh, oh, fun. And, and he's like, he, he's like, you can I make a call real quick? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. And then right in front of us, he's just like, they love it. They want it. If it's affordable, they'll take it. And I'm like, I don't think we ever said any of that. But I see what you do and I respect it. Thank you for cleaning the carpets. My brother bought it. And then we cleaned the whole house. And I was like, I love this vacuum. This is an amazing vacuum. And he's like, we're returning it. So make sure you vacuum your room. And I was like, all right. And then I just used 19 attachments and really detailed the son of a bitch. <laughs> and uh, it was, you know, we got our, our worth out of the Kirby. I felt bad because, you know, he wanted the sale and yeah. I wanted the Kirby. I just, you know. Couldn't afford it. Also them. So they're like, you know what? um msrp or whatever you measure a, a vacuum on like it's three thousand dollars but uh you know because you let us in your house we're gonna knock one thousand off i'm like that's an odd reason that's knock off that, how'd you bucks. get that number and then i'm like so now we're down to two thousand like but wait there's more and i'm like oh what and they're like <laughs> uh you're over six feet tall i measured you when you weren't looking another 400 off i'm like Wow, then I'm making this, yeah, thing, Rodney, yeah. But uh, they're like, but it's as it's, it's as ridiculous yeah. as that. Like it's we're gonna give you the because uh, you guys are really cool. We're gonna give you the super duper duper six flags. Like I really pass, like you. Family discount. We're not gonna. That gets down like twelve hundred. I'm like, wow, eighteen hundred. You guys took off. That was nice. So sweet. That so was nice. Really that nice is year. so amazing. <laughs> just for me. Just for me. You would never do this for anyone. Not else. even my neighbor. Just me. You were just over there. I'm gonna ask them. But at one point, I, I go, uh, Kirby's on Amazon or 1100 And they're like, yeah, but they're not real. I'm like, it says Kirby on it. Like, it's not a pink thing floating around with a blue sword <laughs> trying yeah. to yeah. attack other, other invisible yeah, I'm characters. Not, I'm not buying it off Wish. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'll come here in seven months or two weeks. Who knows, really, when that's going to come in. And if yeah. it's going to be true size, does it fit? Does it, you know? Yeah, it's it like a life-size Kirby. It's one foot tall. It's like a Kirby <laughs> shark. And... uh 
So my brother goes, I can't do that. I'm getting shoulder surgery. I'll be out of work for three months. They leave. They were nice. And then they come back. Like, they come back with a ripped sheet of yellow paper. Like somebody was like jotting down something to like Morse code. And we just intercepted this from Iran. And he was, it just had 1095 on it. And I was like, let's get it. Ten, <laughs> we're going to give it to you for 1095 and we're going to delay your first payment for four months. <laughs> Honestly, Rodney, that's ex- basically it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like uh, three easy payments of $14 and then it goes up to like $140 for like nine months. But uh, so we got it. And you can return it at any time within the first year. <laughs> first year. Lightning, 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 Kirby. <laughs> Um, so I guess we'll get to the drink review. Just think yeah. how much I'm better you'll breathe at night. I don't want sleep, this. Knowing that your home is truly clean. <laughs> With you know, all 19 they attachments. Did, they did a test uh, where they put the attacher on your bed. And instead of the vacuum bag, they have like white or black little sheets. Yeah. And they're like, look at all the dust mites we just pulled out. This will cure your allergies. And me and my brother are like, uh, we don't really have allergies. I don't like red onions raw, but I'll eat them cooked. <laughs> and, and, and I'm pretty sure you mostly just picked up cum. <laughs> yep, yep. That's that wasn't that wasn't they, dust mite. They, 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 they did clean my brother's bed, and I'm like, that's ninety percent cum. Just don't ten percent dust. Just I'm just grateful you don't have a black light feature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever you do. Don't sell anybody that one. <laughs> don't don't sell that Kirby. You're gonna want to put some bleach on it. Yeah, uh, that shit's ruined. That's like the time a, a bum covered in piss sat in my car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait till so, you trade that in. They're gonna do uh, the bum piss light on it. And it's gonna be fucking fail. You, you start to learn things like like Rodney said. Like you you can you don't even have to talk to tell a joke or make people laugh. And he's literally done that to me. Uh, I've always liked stand-up comedy. I, until I had done it, I didn't realize how fucking hard it was or how nervous or how much work you have to put in. But you nailed that aspect. And, and the one thing, like, I'm slowly starting to learn more. But I figured just a word can make a joke better. Like using, mm-hmm. like, am I going to use Kit Kat or am I use 100 grand? <laughs> or am I going to use the Nestle's fucking chuck-a-nuck-a-buck-a, whatever, whatchamacallit. Yeah, anything so i i found like certain words like hit hard like in one of my sets rodney i used the word dinger instead of penis or dick i say my dinger uh-huh and dinger gets more laughs yeah just because the word dinger is kind of funny and that segues me into the drink review this there we go I, I the don't drink review at all this uh, is what you wanted to buy it's not wine it looks nice uh, they didn't have it they didn't have the house wine. Now, we wanted a rainbow-colored can that says house wine on the label, and it's a can of wine. This is an introduction. I thought would make it. You need to read the back of this. I'm going to read the back. I'm going to tell you what the front looks like. It looks like somebody slipped acid into my water. I had no idea that they did that, and now I'm looking at a can. It's a purple volcano with some average-colored lava, but like Nickelodeon gack shooting out the top. No words. None. Complete visual. And you flip to the back. The brewing company is called Omnipolo. Omna means... Omna is... Uh, ever present. Ever everywhere, present. Everywhere. Yes. As God is omniscient, omnipotent. I can't hang out with these guys. Right? Uh, no, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's Latin. 
And then polo is Spanish for chicken. So it's Ever Present Chicken is a brewing company. <laughs> the name of the beer is Sploing with two exclamation points. Very big fan. It looks like this can came from like the early 90s, like all those shows this, we watched. This just sounds terrible. It kind of reminds me of Surge Soda. Yeah, I it read does, It is now. like Surge. Yeah. Um, I noticed there was a can of surge in your car today. Yes, I Sorry, I'm like, I'm like John Wick. Rodney. You got that from Monsanto down the road, just trying to just melt everybody. Yeah, to fuck, death soon. fuck Monsanto, fuck Big Pharma. But let's get back to the beer. <laughs> uh, the reason I picked it up was not sploing the name or ever-present chicken, the brewing company, or the completely acidic trip that is the label, which I love. And, and the label looks like it was literally done by like a uh, high school graphic arts. Oh, that's excellent. That's excellent, Rob. You know what I mean? That like look, they just sploined it right on. Yeah, they didn't really. They didn't really. Kind. They kind of know what they're doing, and they were having fun with neon colors. Yeah, but they didn't get a. They got a C. They, 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 seniors, got a, they definitely got. They were seen. seniors and they, they didn't really try it, hard. But it was a it was a recency. Like it, just thank you for trying. Thank you exactly. For, yeah, you and the, the teacher was. You nice. did turn something in, so yeah. thank you. Here's a C. You were. Uh, it looks it this. looks like Reptar fucked Barney. Like you had to have been high making it's like this Rugrats <laughs> soda for read the Rugrats. So <laughs> it's Rugrats soda. Uh, it's mango s'mores, and when I read that, I said yes, I'm picking these up. It really hurt me because I'm kind of broke right now, and it's four twenty-five a piece for mango s'mores. Something you'd never put together. Nobody would be around a campfire like, Dad, do we got any mango for this marshmallow chocolate fucking medley? I'm upset that I have to drink this. Uh, India Pale Ale brewed with marshmallows, graham crackers. I don't know how you brew with graham crackers. I've I hope never, you filtered it. I've never been more excited about being a Mormon ever. So that I do not <laughs> well, you just wait, Rodney, because there's more. <laughs> All right, here we go. Lactose sugar with mango vanilla added, 7%. So if I get desperate enough, I will finish it. Alcoholism. There you go. In solidarity, I'm going to have some water. So I will say. I will say I don't taste any s'mores. No marshmallow. No graham crackers. These fucking liars. <laughs> I, I do taste the mango off the rip, and I, I've i had many Indian pale ales, so all I taste is some, like, I don't know, like turmeric. And no, I'm just kidding. I just taste mango. Oh, no, like turmeric. No, I, I, I taste... Uh, I have some all, joint it's the pain. Mango. It's just the mango. It, I don't know where they... This, it, it doesn't even smell like it would have marshmallows. I bought it because it's Chitlin-inspired hummus. <laughs> I bought it because I said mango s'more, so maybe it's mango with incredibly, incredibly captivating marketing. Could be, I, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe they're saying you, the mango's so good, you want some more of it. There you oh. go. Or Rodney, maybe they're saying maybe. some dumbass is doing a drink <laughs> review on his podcast, and he's yeah. gonna buy mango s'more beer. Yes, brewed with marshmallows, graham crackers, with mango and vanilla added. I'd respect him more if they made a s'more and then brewed it. I want to drink and ha- open a can and be a fucking s'more inside of it. That's what I'd rather. Ooh. Okay. So what do you rate it? One to ten. One eh, step. I'll give him more sips. Give it a first taste and aftertaste. Do your thing. They're about the about the same. The smell actually really bothered me. The smell after you opened it, I disliked it. Um, thought it was me way worse. I actually might drink this whole thing. 
Okay, so you do like uh, it. I'll, don't, let's not say like. It's what? How many percent alcohol? Seven. It's tolerable. Is okay. that what you're saying? Mm. Uh, I could drink it if I was at your house. You said, hey, try this beer. I'll give it a 4.9. You're going under a five, but saying you could drink it. Uh, yeah, we've had some pretty shitty drinks. Yeah, we have. We never actually get quality stuff. Last week, I was the best one. Uh, Last week, yeah, last week was good. Thank you. All right, here it goes. Oh, we just smell it. I feel like I'm at a campfire in the Philippines because it (laughs) smells like mango. (laughs) Um, I will, I will tell you right off rip that it. I'm only smelling the mango. Uh, I'm obsessed with a soup called pho. Uh, yeah. It's a Vietnamese soup. Yeah, I, I love get it fun. once a week. It's amazing. Yeah, I love it. Uh, a place for you to go, Rodney. Vin Chow in Springfield. Uh-huh. It's a CrossFit Faux Saigon. Fuck Faux Saigon. That's fake Americanized pho. This is the real deal. The guy lived in uh, Ho Chi Minh City for 35 years, then moved here. That being said, I was there the other day with my Vietnamese coworker, and he said, you have to try dairy and fruit, Taylor. Dairy and fruit. And I did... And it smelled and tasted awful. Oh, it's it kind of smells like this. Yeah, that fruit is. It's nasty. a Vietnamese fruit, darian or darian, and then jackfruit, which you haven't heard of over here because yeah, it smells like rotten flesh. It's actually banned from subways down there. Like you can't have darian fruit on a subway. Yeah, because it smells yeah, like rotten flesh. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, I've been to go. Thailand. So, oh yes, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I didn't like it. Also, Rodney, he loved it. He said, you're going to love it, Taylor. Yeah, it's, no, it's 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 horrible. It's nothing we're acclimated. I would, ra- I would rather gargle with Moxie than eat that stuff. Either. I would rather you be done gargling with Moxie and then I gargled your gargle. <laughs> is how... <laughs> yes. Um, is actually, the nasty. smell itself made me upset to oh, my yeah, stomach. Oh, yeah, it will just... It, just the smell it will upset you. I had it in a Bubba tea. So, like a Bubba tea smoothie. Oh, you know, with the giant, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it kills help. any other. It, you could add things to to make it taste better, and it doesn't work because it just makes everything else taste worse. I'd rather eat raw garlic. Yeah, and raw garlic, if you don't know, can be so bitter that it's actually spicy. Uh, raw garlic. My my girlfriend tried to make bruschetta one time, and she loves garlic. Uh huh. It fucking burned my mouth worse than like, uh, fr- like if I she chugged a glass of. Frank's no raw. Oh, Rodney. Ouch. I love garlic. Yeah. Recipe calls for 12. I'll add 15. I don't know what recipe would call for 12 other than like roasted garlic, but uh, this raw garlic is tough and I would rather eat raw garlic the rest of my life than dairy and fruit the rest of my life. So for anybody, for you adventurous folks out there who are, Trying to figure out what dairy and fruit is like. I'll save you the trouble. Don't don't eat it. And on that note, I'm going to give this beer a review. Here we okay. go. Oh, also, if you have to use a bathroom, you can do it mid-podcast. We don't edit. Yeah, I cut on. I yeah. see that. Um, I just don't tell random people I'm going to the bathroom. I just... they, he, I, I'm like, podcast is over. PJ left. I text him some <laughs> dirty shit. He's out of here. Um, it's not terrible. I think a four is a low score, and I'm not a huge fan of IPAs. Um, you'd have mine then. Oh, no, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's a nine. Uh, give the second sip 
It's all mango, no s'mores. Yeah, all mango. That's, that's complete marketing, and it worked. It, they spoinged me. They, they ever present chicken spoinged me, and uh, good for them. Good for them in the Rugrats can, yeah. and I'll go five eight out of ten. So not much higher than mine, though. No, not at all. I'm gonna use it for an ashtray if Rodney's okay with me smoking a cigarette. Uh, if not, I your house. No, no, no. I'm not, okay. I'm not offend. No, I'm cool. Okay. Thank uh, you, Rodney. My gra- it actually made you feel at home because my grandfather used to smoke. So. Well, Rodney, I am. Somebody, I'm around no, somebody I'm smoking. I, I, it reminds me of my grandfather. So, um, well, uh, speaking of that, I asked Rodney because uh, Rodney is Mormon. And I don't want to have you around cigarette smoke if you were. I'm fine. Cool with that. I'm but you fine. mentioned that fact to me earlier. Um, and <clears throat> you you lived in uh, not. Yeah, you lived in Utah for a while, right? Yeah, I was born born and raised in Utah. That's pretty and cool. I still have a home there, so I go back quite a bit. Yeah, I've seen I've seen you done comedy shows out there. Yeah, yeah, I helped start the Wise Guys Comedy Club. Have That's you? When's awesome. the last time you you've have you performed there at all lately? Or uh, yeah, I was just there. I opened for uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, I forget. It's some it's really Indian guy. But anyway, but I just I just opened for Norm McDonald. Don't be modest. Aziz Ansari. Oh no, no it wasn't I'm kidding, that guy. Oh, what is it? now you now it's bugging me because yeah. I spent so all week long trying to get his name right. <laughs> oh, here's now here's a bit of trivia I need to share with you fellas. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so last summer I went on this comedy run with a bunch of guys to uh, we were in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and we were staying at this uh, house, and everybody there smoked pot, and I I did not partake. But I learned about hash, that it's like super fancy pot. It's like I guess sticky either icky. Uh, it's like it's like the you know, the hash is kind of like let's say you took a beer and took all the alcohol and just put it into a small hash is the nip version of beer. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's high concentrate. <laughs> I, ma- I made it last year. There's actually behind you directly, Rodney, is hash bags. Okay, so. They're clean. So I learned that the, I didn't know what hash was. I mm. knew it had something to do with the marijuana, but I had no idea exactly what. It was. So I found out what it was. And so later, a couple months later, I did. I wrote this joke. I want to share it with you. I posted it on the internet. And so it's because of this joke. I feel like I have a connection with you. There you fellas. go. Let's do it. That's excellent. Are you ready? Here it goes. It's from September seventh, twenty eighteen. Podcast idea. Two parties with a dispute come together, get high on the marijuana, and talk out their differences. Call it hash it out. <laughs> All right, Rodney, that's amazing. Eh? There you yes. go. That's awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> so when I heard about you guys' podcast, I was like, okay, I got to do this one. Yeah. You know, ironically, neither one of us smoke pot. Yeah. But pot is legal in mass. So what I do every year is I grow my untaxed annual work bonus <laughs> um, and people always go how is it i go shit if i know i don't touch the stuff yeah but i know how to grow a damn good pot plant i just don't smoke it so how many are you how, how many plants are you allowed to grow in massachusetts 12 technically so six in flower six in bloom so you can have six growing Boing. and six, six growing weed now only female plants will produce weed males will produce kind of the stuff just drink people your age used to smoke called swag. Like the shit with seeds in it. You're like, oh, that's a seed. 
Uh-huh. Uh, back before they, now it's hybridized and it's, they're genetically changing it and altering it. There's strains out there that if I smoked it, I have a panic attack and go to the hospital. I'd be like, I'm fucking dying. But um, yeah, so you can have, you can have six in flower, six in bloom. I accidentally grew 14 in flower last year in my garden with tomatoes. Well, you and your girlfriend, your girlfriend was growing. Yes, yes. Uh, my Durr. girlfriend was. So if anyone's listening, uh, you should arrest her and not me. No, I'm kidding. But it was cool. It was really cool. So my buddy was like, do you want to make hash? And I'm like, what the fuck is hash? Even I was like, hash it out? And he's like, no, it's a podcast. I'm like, you damn right it is. <laughs> um, so it's actually an incredibly lengthy process. And now the these kids, which I'm 31, so now I can say these kids, they just want the, the 90% octane pen shit, which... I'm pretty sure I would feel like an acid trip to me. I mean, it, they they let's not pretend they're not freaking out doing some dumb shit because we see that every day via every social media account there can be of yeah. young kids doing dumb shit, and we all want to go. Yeah, they're probably on like some stupid drug, and and it's not even stupid drug. It's literally been around forever. They just decided to be the dummies to actually do it. Why you gotta fuck with weed? God made weed. That's fine. Why you gotta fucking turn it into heroin? Like, you yeah. know what? Twenty percent THC. Uh, it's not it's GMOs. That's why I think it's funny. Is that <laughs> these people, my friends who will complain about GMOs and Monsanto's destroying the world, and yet they have these uh, super. Uh, um, Excuse me. Super constructed marijuana pl- strains. It's like okay, yeah. You don't think that's a GMO? You okay. Couldn't leave good enough alone. Yeah, yeah yes. the same people going to vegan rallies. Like Monsanto's killing us. I'm like, how's that butane in your ass? <laughs> yeah. That butane's probably excellent. Yeah. You should maybe go consult pulmonary. Well, it was funny. Wait, I I've worked with Tommy Chong before, and he's funny because my brother was his bodyguard during the you know after the show people. And my brother's job was to just basically collect all the marijuana and put it in a bag. And then afterwards, uh, Tommy would give it there. He says he never smokes anything anybody gives him because a lot of them give them such – it's so super concentrated, so super high that he can't – he's like, I, I just like – he grows his own. It's just the way he wants it, and that's, yeah. that's all. My, my uncle said that's years ago, he, he said, like, he goes, I know – off of the reg, like just regular weed, he goes. I know you can smoke however much you want. You're gonna only get so high, really. He's like, and I know that feeling. I like that feeling. But this new stuff takes it beyond that. It's an unknown feeling that it's makes nice you feel like you're doing some other drug. You're not yeah. smoking weed no more. You're doing some these dabs. Got people running out in the woods in Palmer trying to stab people, and you know what I mean, <laughs> getting shot and keep running. I've seen yeah. someone who smokes regularly take a dab. And throw up and turn green. And I go, you're not supposed to look like the weed. You're supposed to smoke it. Yeah, it's, oh, it's wow. insane. My first, I, I tried to dab once. I did used to smoke. No, what's a dab? I don't. A dab is. I don't know either. I so just used they the word. take all, they boil down the weed and take only the THC out. And it is, so a regular strain, even the stuff they sell at the dispensaries in Massachusetts would be 20 to 30% max. Uh-huh. When you boil it down and process it, it's like taking dinosaur fossil uh, oil, petroleum, and then they turn it into 93 octane gas. Okay. Uh, I did it once. I used to smoke in college and stuff. I thought it was cool. We went to UMass one night, Randy. and uh, Randy. Randy. Rodney, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I do smoke. I just took a hit. Uh, I just took a dab. 
Uh, sorry, buddy. Um, <laughs> so we've been drinking and we we're back at my buddy's house and he's like, do you want to try this? And I was like, well, shit. Yeah. Wrong, wrong, <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong. Um, I took out of this rig, it kind of looked like a bong or, or what you will. I, I inhaled it and I blew it out and I looked at them direct within five seconds. I said, I'm not going to be able to talk to you guys in about four minutes. And then two minutes went by and I go two minutes. And then they're like, what? And I just left the room. Now I'd been at my buddy's house. I had worked his TV a thousand times and watched the office or whatever. I sat on his couch with three remotes in my hand and I had just mustered the strength to turn the power on, but the TV was blue. And an hour later they come in and I'm sitting there with three remotes in my lap, staring at a blue TV and they go, how you doing? I go, a lot better if you guys got out of here and weren't talking to me right now. <laughs> and they go, you want us to turn the TV on? I go, I'd love that. Uh, just put the office on because I don't think I can figure that out right now. And this is a TV I've worked a thousand times. Oh, wow. Yeah. So anyways, that pretty much almost solidified the last time I ever spoke. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's not, it's not, uh, it's yeah, not never, a fun time. Never, never been interested. No, don't. Rodney, I'm telling you, even if you were interested, <laughs> let me <laughs> it's, let me advise. It's something that, that I actually never done. I think sober, like I've only ever done it. I've, I've only ever done it um while intoxicated. Because we have dead air. Yeah, no, we're good right now. I mean, it was so. What, why I'm saying we're good is because Taylor is going take his pee pee. I think he called it, and he tries to do. He now he has a bad back. He has actually like this uh def, like terrible thing that's going on with his back and. Where he's basically going to be like the live version of Hunchback Notre Dame soon. Oh, yeah, it's 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 it's. I love making fun of it, but it's probably going to happen one day. So I feel bad, and then I just keep making fun of it to make myself feel better. It's it's a sick, twisted part of our relationship. Uh huh. Um, but he tried doing some weird thing, and he just kicked the cord out uh, of the mixer. If the whole mixer actually flew, I would have just left. I would have never said a two words. I would have just got in my car, <laughs> and I would have just literally got up and left. Um, but uh. We were talking about how I don't just, uh, I've never just bought, like, you know, weed, marijuana on my own. I just, I usually am drinking and somebody has it and I and join in you, on it. You know, you I just, join, yeah. And, and that's when I get the most fucked up. I just normally, just, it actually just ruins my entire night every single that, time. That is one thing I admire about pot smokers is that there is this sort of this community, this commune about participating in the, in mm. Not enough that I want to be a part, but it's just funny to me. It's okay. it's passive too. I mean, if you got a hundred people smoking pot together, there's not gonna be like a huge brawl. Unless someone cuts someone in line for like nachos, like what the fuck, man? Yeah, but then the fight's gonna be like, hey man, that's not cool. <laughs> hey, sorry, dude, man, I'm just kind of really hungry. <laughs> yeah, dude, okay, man, that's cool. And you gotta respect that. Like you go to yeah. a bar and like. You could actually oh, step I, I, on someone's look, shoes. I, I would rather... I've hung out with people who were all getting drunk, and I've hung out with people getting high. The people getting high are a lot more chill. And oh, absolutely. More, you, know, you, just, you know you're not going to have any problems. Probably wouldn't have ripped a power cord out of a mixer board. Probably not. Probably not. My cat, like, reflexes. But, you know, you don't have to worry about anybody. Down. Nobody's getting to get in fights. I mean, the worst thing is people are going to end up sleeping in weird places. That's about... Extent. They're going to basically yeah. fall asleep where they're sitting. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. You're right, though, Rodney. I mean, I've never noticed a group of people that were smoking pot, like, 
it's just yeah, it's chill. Like that's cool. Yeah, nobody says, "Hey, let's uh, let's 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 smoke a blunt and go get in trouble and beat people up." Imagine someone looking at you high and be like, "You looking at me?" And then yeah. you're like, "Yeah," and they're like, "Oh, I just didn't know Dude. if you were. I wasn't sure if you were looking behind me or not." Dude, because I'm <laughs> I'm looking through you. <laughs> I I can say and this. I see, I see who you are for real, man, and it's totally just. I'm vibing. Wicked man. Um, I, I know that, uh, I took an edible once in college and one funny thing, I, I have a stand up bit. I'm losing my Virginia mushrooms. I said the difference between weed and mushrooms, I was like, mushrooms aren't legal in mass. There's a reason for that. I said, weed makes you want to eat Cheetos. Mushrooms make them dangerously <laughs> fucking cheesy. Uh, but I have a little bit more onto that where I'm like, you know, I had, I had a brownie once in college and nothing makes you feel more uncomfortable than you don't know the brownie's going to kick in. You almost think you need another one. And then you spend the next hour done it, going, done it. I don't know where to put my hands. I just felt, I felt my heart person. beat. I literally felt my heart beat. Yeah. One boom. It was insane. I, I sat there like this, Rodney. I was like, is it weird with the hands on the legs? Should I cross <laughs> my arms? Maybe have one over the heart, like a pledge allegiance kind of thing. <laughs> And when something makes you think about where your hands are at, yeah, that's a lot of maybe introspection. Not for me. Yeah, I wish we were playing Twister. I would have known. They're like left hand yellow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. All right. That's where it's supposed to be. No one thinks this is weird, right? Uh, don't have grandma's but that's, cookies. That's exactly. What, don't have uh, Jack's grandma's cookies. And you know what's again. funny? When I did that, was I was like, I you know, I, I, my wife took like a corner. I took like a fourth, or however we did it. And they were like. She's like, you're bigger than me, though. Just eat the rest of it. Who cares? And somebody told me, the person who asked, they are like, don't do that. And I, she said, don't be a little bitch. Just just eat the rest of it. Yeah. And I, you can call me a lot of things in this world. Just don't ever call me a little bitch. You call me a little bitch, you can literally get me to do anything you want in He's this world. He's basically Marty McFly. Yeah. <laughs> don't, you call me yellow belly? Yeah. And and he, there he is. The end. Like, I, I'm going to. He's fighting Biff. He's riding Yeah, don't boards. question me shit. I'm gonna fuck. Don't you dare! I swear to God, I'm gonna go do it. You is know that what, I mean? what it is? So, uh, basically, I oh, mean, oh, I got some, I got some new material. There we go. Uh, I don't. I like PJ. Give me a hundred bucks. He's like, no, I'm like little bitch. He's just, uh, well, come on, I'm not, I'm not supporting your addiction, so I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> or your your lack of uh, financial. Uh, whoa, 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 intelligence. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, 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 intelligence. No. <laughs> Taylor's like, I went to Dick's the other day and uh, couldn't find a single one. I, I went there and. I spent three hundred dollars. I don't know how I did it, but I spent oh, three hundred dollars. I have a fishing addiction. Rodney. Ah. Uh, what do you What do you go fishing for? What's your bass? Bass, large mouth, small mouth. Gotta, gotta come to my place. I have a pond full of fish that uh, I used to. Have, I had a nephew that lived with us many years ago, and he used to go back there and fish. But I'm sure it's full of bass right now that need to be caught. I would love that. You gotta come out sometime. Oh, trust me. I I would. I'm bringing you a pole though. You're fishing with me. Okay. I I have a tackle box with you know a lot of stuff. Half of it I don't use, but uh, of course, gone out uh nine times this year. The first five, nothing, not a bite. Now the water was cold, and I get it. You got to wait for it to warm up. They're sluggish. What are you? Are you do you do lake fishing, stream fishing, fly um, fishing? What do you do? I'll do I'll do lake and river uh mostly i've just done reservoirs and lakes but i have a kayak you saw the j hooks on the uh yeah on my car so i put two kayaks on there and me and meg went out uh east Brimwood reservoir uh friday and saturday and i killed it 
and, oh, yeah. and it's she's like, oh, I'm so happy you caught a fish. Because like if I leave after fishing for four hours, a fish, I'm I'm literally like little orphan Annie. Like this fuck. <laughs> he sends me every picture of every fish he catches. <laughs> I know it could be this big. I like. I actually just picked them up. He's like, they're not going to win today. He's like, that's a tadpole. I'm like, oh shit, I won. Uh, we Meg actually saw uh, there was two snapping turtles fighting. I'll show you the video when we leave. Uh-huh. They were humongous. She's like, look, look. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I got a fish on the line, and I'm like, okay. I look back. There's two 40 pound snapping turtles just going at it, oh, and wow. I'm talking maybe diameter of a foot with their shell, like humongous, like. Would easily take three digits off if they if they wanted to, yeah. and it was so cool. Like just being out there, like saw some great blue herons. There was a snapping turtle fight club, uh, <laughs> and then I caught a couple of fish. So it was an absolute win for me. Um, speaking of girls, I'm gonna move on to the next subject. Move on. It is Gemini season, ladies. Killer's favorite. It's Gemini season. Now you're on you're on Facebook and Instagram, right, Rodney? Yep. So girls, for some reason, the show Gemini's, which I think is May 22nd to like June 21st, uh-huh. second May 2021 a.m. Like it's Gemini season, ladies, and it floods your Instagram with Gemini season post, which I guess Gemini season is just that particular month of, of your uh, horoscope. Yeah. But the thing is, I love how much they prop it up. And then they don't change anything in their regular life. I never even knew what this is. I just feel like this was the common theme that I kept reading on any social media things. It's like you can use the same thing. It was it. It's you're right. They. It's just the hashtag. It's just like the reason they could tag something else in it. So you get people that it could be like New Year's resolutions, and it falls in line with this. But even New Year's resolutions, people kind of change stuff. Yeah. Gemini season is like. So what are you going to do now? It's Gemini season. They're like. Oh, probably just like having regular breakfast and go to work and stuff. And I'm like, figure to be more climactic. I'm gonna that. wake up not hungover, and I'm just gonna eat some. You're gonna food. turn into I mean, a werewolf. I, I'm a Gemini, and I've never heard. Really? Of this. Yeah. Oh well, welcome. Yeah, it's it might no be idea. something. Have you no changed way. your habits at all? You might have Rodney? to join. You might have to join in. So basically, just promise things to people and not. It's a don't white girl it. thing. You're not gonna oh, have so like an Indian girl big. It's Gemini season. Or a Spanish girl. It's just a white girl thing on Instagram. Okay. But I, I just wonder, like, what, what happens? Like, 12 o'clock, you turn into a werewolf. Like, usually I drink almond milk tonight. It's 2% whole. Let's see. Hashtag Gem- Gemini season. Uh, yeah. Gemini gonna, season has, has 500,000 <laughs> posts right now on... on um, see, I told oh, you I'm not wow. making this up. Yeah. That's a real This is a real thing. Oh, I, got, I, got, I just got a new bit. Gemini, you know what? You can actually make sure you stand very on your own. I'm working on myself for myself by myself. Hashtag Gemini season. So it is kind of like a New Year's resolution. Sure. And Rodney's looking fit, so maybe he's partaking it without knowing. I have been doing intermittent fasting. Have you? Yeah. Uh, How long? Uh, The longest I've gone is five days. That's water only? Yeah. Uh, notice any side effects? Like, does well, it... I dropped twelve pounds. No, that's shit. great. That's awesome. And, uh, um, I'm diabetic, and by doing that, I dropped my blood sugar. Without, I haven't needed medication. I've been keeping my blood sugar low. I mean that. I mean yeah, the last thing so. you want to do, honestly, let's let's just like 
anytime you have to rely on any type of medicine that someone's making kind of sucks. It's well, and it, mm. you know, the doctor tells every time I go see the doctor, all he wants to do is just increase my medication. I'm like, you know, when you go in, you they tell you're diabetic. They don't teach you how to stop being diabetic because it's just a condition. It's not a permanent thing. You're a type but two. they tell you, yeah, type two. Mm-hmm. But they tell you what they the advice they give you is basically how to maintain your type two diabetes for the rest of your life. And then makes it in by doing that, it becomes more progressive and gets worse and worse and harder to control. And eventually, you lose your feet, and they make you turn <laughs> yeah, it's... They make an enormous amount of money off of you. I respect. I've been you pissing my doctor that. off because I've been able to control my blood sugar and keep it low without using the medications. And he gets mad at me every time because he's like, "Well, you really need to have this stuff." Well, like one of the things he wanted to take me, put me on. Cause, you know, part of the thing is you got to, if you lose weight, it helps. Yeah. Well, two of the medications that you take to keep your blood sugar low, increase your insulin level so high that you can't lose weight. Your body basically just holds on to everything. And I'm like, this is stupid. This is, I'm never going to get, I'm you tell me to lose weight, but then you're giving me medication that won't let me lose weight. This is he's dumb. like, he's like, here's the medication, Rodney. I need you to jar mayonnaise every day, every day, yeah. just one jar. Um, the I respect you so much for saying that because I have a big thing against big pharma, where in the you know Western medicine says Eastern medicine's wrong, don't trust it, and it also says we're not going to tell you how to fix your problem. We're going to give you a band aid. We're going to give you. Yeah. Nobody on earth has a lack of. Type two diabetes. Type one, I get. Type one, you do need. Type one, yeah, you you need insulin. Nobody has a lack of type two diabetic medicine. Nobody has a <laughs> lack of ADD medicine. Nobody has a lack of of yeah. antidepressants in their bloodstream, and and it drives me nuts. As someone who I have anxiety and I was getting panic attacks for a while, I went to the doctor. I said I need an EKG. I think I'm having a heart attack. Oh. I'd be in an engineering meeting, so big wigs and a panic attack will come on and i there's no more uncomfortable feel i i'd I'd rather just stand up naked well if you tried peppermint oil no but what i did try was a multivitamin rodney oh yeah i i told the doctor i said i'm not taking he said you need an antidepressant i said i'm not depressed or i'm not gonna admit it to you no, I'm yeah, yeah and, medicine. Uh, I said, "Well, how often do I have to take it?" He said, "Once a day." I go, "Okay, yeah, but how long?" He goes, "Forever, for, forever." In fact, in six months, we'll increase your dosage. <laughs> but wait, there's more. There's more. Uh so I, I, I politely told him to get fucked. I said, "I'm not taking antidepressant." I've seen the commercials. It's like. Take this antidepressant. If you have increased feelings of suicide, I'm like, that doesn't sound like it's no, working it sounds, at all. That doesn't sound good at all. That doesn't sound like, take, the, take oh, this. <laughs> one of my medications, actually, it's for lower your blood sugar. And one of the side effects is increased blood sugar levels. That's it's like the the um, I get it. I mean, I mean that's like the asthma medicine. It's like they finish like real quick. They explain everything. And there's a guy smiling and golfing. And then they're like, may increase asthma related deaths. And then the commercial ends. I'm like, did they just say <laughs> might? Just, you might die? Like, oh, I have what? asthma and I'm going to take this they, medicine. They might as well just go, there's a lot of options that could happen. Biggest one, probably going to die. This is pr- yeah. You're probably going to die in, in, or, or die from something of the other things we're not going to list right now. I'm not going to tell you. At least if you take this, you can go kayaking. Yeah. <laughs> this week, 
Only. We can only guarantee kayaking gonna, this week. You're going to die doing something you love. You're going to die in a week. <laughs> yeah. Take this medicine. You're fucking dead, dude. I love how the, it, it <laughs> and goes. And no copay. <laughs> yeah. I love how it goes like you can. Uh, we're going to increase this because your body's going to say, you don't really fucking need this right now. But we'll just increase it so your body thinks you need it. You know what I mean? It's, it's crazy. Your body's going to completely reject it. So we're going to start small so you build up a tolerance for it. Because what could go wrong? <laughs> Once it does, there's another medicine we're going to give you. Yeah, yeah. Your body's going to say, this is toxic. It'll kill us. But then it'll get used to it. And go, well, you know, he's not a bad guy. But they, they might as well just come out and be like, stop being a bitch. Just get used to it. <laughs> Like stop, that, yeah, it's, it's that uncle everybody had. They just don't go over his house, and you're gonna get used to him after a while. You know, he's just gonna be weird in the corner. Yeah, don't stare him too long. He won't make that weird noise. It's I'm fine, Jimmy. I don't want to go in the room again. <laughs> yeah, you get used to it. I'm, you call me Uncle Big Pharma. Yeah. <laughs> in a year, you're gonna invite his whole his whole rest of his family over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do we want to go to? Uh, least valuable player and then rapid fire questions? Yep, let's do it. Wonderful. Least valuable player. This one hits home. This one hits home. We try to always do a hit home on LVP. Uh, Rob Lowe bullies Prince William for traumatic hair loss. And now, you can't see us here, but Rodney and PJ have beautiful heads of hair. Yeah, they got a nice little haircut today. Yeah, I happen to have none. I apparently I'm missing yeah, apparently I'm missing hair medicine in my bloodstream. I don't just have hair; I have locks. He does you have do have locks, like, and, a, and a great beard. How, how often do you uh, get a haircut? The last haircut I was I was shaven, completely clean shaven, and had a short haircut about like yours, maybe just a little bit longer on top, in the middle of November. I'm jealous. So I saw I saw one of your pictures when I was stalking you on Facebook earlier. Um, thank you, Zuckerberg, for the opportunity. Uh, but uh, <laughs> shout out, Mark. Yeah, shout out, Mark. Please listen. Thanks, Mark. Uh, I know you want to listen. I think this look definitely has more of a. Your look has more of a get on stage and instantly. You're right. You want that laugh without people looking. Like, you call, like I, Ro- you call Rodney. Well, I looking? drove by somebody who looked like him earlier. I, he was asking for money, and I and I didn't do what you did because you traumatized me podcast. for helping. <laughs> no, the last kidding. time you assault a guest. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, no, I like it. No, but the, fa- the beard I mean, is killer. Yeah, the beard is what makes the whole. If you just have that haircut, clean shaved, it's it's like uh, it it has a different feel. You put the beard on it. I don't think if you had it, if you were clean shaven and your head was shaved close or just kind of short, I I like your look now much better. Oh, me too. What I can mean, Taylor it, change about his look? Just shave his beard. If I shave, shave my beard, someone's gonna be like, "What are you? Uh, what are you at the Vatican touching little boys?" <laughs> uh, yes, I am. You got, the, you got the pad oats look going. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm very angry about that. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm pretty happy, but uh, <laughs> until he lays in bed and hates himself. That's night, funny. But... Well, you know what though, Rob Lowe, for the vampire bastard that you are, you haven't aged. He hasn't aged since Tommy Boy. He's a, he's a good-looking oh, man. No, he yeah, is good-looking. He is a good-looking man. Great head of hair, and he it's Tommy Boy was, what, 98? Yeah. Rob yeah. Lowe still looks like Rob Lowe from Tommy Boy. Yeah. So he either looked really old for a young guy and really young for an old guy. Have you seen just... him with his son? Mm-mm. He looks like he's yeah. just hanging out with his brother. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it reminds me of, like, uh, have you ever seen, like, David Beckham hang out with his kids? 
his son's literally like you know mid 20s and he looks like they're just best friends just hanging out it's yeah. it's one of those things that uh i'm you, jealous of. i'll tell you a r- real quick one my dad my dad looks pretty young my dad is young first off but my dad looks his age if not younger so he comes in to get his haircut and i go hey dad just sit down in the other chair so my client is um do, i'm coloring her hair and she goes did you just say dad i go yeah i did say dad and she goes wow at least you got really good you know you got great genes and i go hey thank you my dad says to me, he goes, hey, uh, he's going on vacation. He goes, how's this whole like SPF thing work? Is it like higher or lower that you want to get? And I look at my client and go. SPF negative 20. I look at my, look at, look at my client and goes, trust me, I didn't get that stupid fucking gene he just gave me right there. <laughs> and she's just dying. And my dad goes, I go, ask Siri. He goes, I don't think that bitch likes me. And I just said, there you go. Very good. That's my dad for you. I can see your dad. I can see something <laughs> like you got great genes. And then your dad being like, where'd you go? Like. Old Navy. Or? Yeah, he's his yeah. intelligence is very low because I saw him today. He Facetime me while he's in uh, on vacation. He he he's burnt, blistered all over his body. I said you didn't take any fucking advice at all, by the way. So, and then that's my father for you. You know, that's my dad. He doesn't listen. Yeah, at all. Well, I, I figure you know golf. You want the lower score. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's my dad for you. I, yeah. I went with SPF two. You know what he didn't do also at fifteen. <laughs> Use a condom. So that's where I came in, guys. Like, that's you know what true. I mean? You know, that's how I'm yeah. here. So kids raising kids, yeah. raising yeah. kids. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's my dad. <laughs> so. PJ didn't wait till 15. He waited till 19. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm waiting till a little 40. better. I want to. I want my kid to be like, let's throw a football bag. Let me get the rascal scooter out there. Yeah, yeah. You're just gonna <laughs> just buy one. Can we play uh, mad? So Rob Lowe should. I mean, Rob Lowe. Is up there with the in my mind the the, the Downey Juniors, the Clooney's, the Alex Trebek. If you really want to get yeah. there, dude hasn't aged in forty years. Yeah, sort of like Dick Clark. Yeah, I mean, he, they yeah. just always stay he, one he age. He held on to like about the last three years, then he just yeah they dove. They stay but, that one age forever. It's like Asians. Forever. Asians look twenty till they're sixty. And when they're sixty, they look one hundred and twenty. Yes, it just—it's yes. a fucking yeah, it, asymptote. When it when it goes south, it goes south hard. I don't know if there's any math people out there. An asymptote is a graph that curves and then shoots directly fucking down <laughs> at one number, which uh, is like Taylor when it hits like forty. What? No, no I'm just, <laughs> I, I, I look good for thirty-one. You do. You look great. Mine is no hair, but good round head. Mm-hmm. You had the head. same outfit on you had last week. It'd be a little different, but this outfit does you well. Oh, it's my work outfit. He normally has, he had that shirt on, but he had cargo shorts on. Camo cargo camo, shorts. Camo cargo <laughs> shorts. And he bought those shoes, that the sneakers that have like the the finger, the, the little five grips. finger oh. Vibrams. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, uh, Marty and Jerry make fun of them all the time. So so I was at uh, the Gilbert Godfrey show. I was just working. I didn't have a, a spot. Yeah. Smart of them. Uh <laughs> The lady who owns Greater Good, her and her husband, Greater Good Imperial Brewing. It's like an up-and-coming IPA company. And she was like, what made you wear that short and that flannel? And I was like, I don't know. I'm not sure what to tell you. And then I thought about it. I was like, I'm not wearing shorts. I'm only wearing boxers. And she's like, no, you're wearing shorts. And I'm like, but they're camo. I played an invisibility thing on her. Yeah, Those, those shorts have been getting me a lot of trouble lately. They think I'm a veteran. They think I'm wearing shorts. Yeah. It's you wear them three times a week. I love that. And wash them once. <laughs> what's, what's it called? 
stolen valor. Stolen valor. Yep. Can when the, when the dude they're been in the military and <laughs> yeah, with the like the guys will buy the fake like marine yeah. outfits and walk around. Well, and the it's mall. funny because they're always you know yeah, I was real top secret. I was in uh, I was in Force Recon Rangers. It's like well, you know, there is no such thing. Well, it was a special unit. Yeah, you know, I was a Navy SEAL Marine. I was yeah. at a I was at a barbecue once, and this guy's literally just starts freaking out. He's wicked drunk, and he and he leaves. And he's like, they were killing everybody, and his and his wife is like, yeah, he's he always has these weird like he's played Call of Duty. Yeah, he yesterday. always had these weird like night terrors and and stuff like that. Ever since the military, they leave, and his best friend's wife goes, he got kicked out of boot camp, and I was just <laughs> like, okay, all right, like uh. That really changes things a little bit if you're really okay. To see, you all know? right. Are you what boys ready? Are you boys ready? Rapid fire no, questions. I, I wrote all these this week. My turn. Okay. Here we go. Start with Rodney. We'll start with Rodney. All right. Uh, Mexican food or Asian food? Uh, Mexican. A, Mexican. Favorite type of dog? Uh, currently German Shepherd. One TV character you can be? Uh, Six Million Dollar Man. Ooh. Favorite food to grill? Um, New York Strip. Worst part of summer? Uh, August. First week of August. That's really nice. good. This is your turn. Sir. Okay, okay. Mexican food or Asian? Asian. Favorite type of dog? <sighs> Fuck, there's so many. I want to say Corgi right off rip, but I really like boxers. Um, boxers are good dogs. Yeah. yeah. Tiger. One type of a one one TV character you can be. Nicholas Cage. Everything. It's like what's your favorite food? What chicken? Yeah. Chicken. <laughs> favorite food to grill. <laughs> chicken. <laughs> Worst part of the summer? Uh fucking heat. I'm bad with that. Alright, Mexican food or Asian. I will favorite go dog. Mexican. One one Golden t- Retriever. I'm kidding. Ah uh, yeah, you do. You have a golden and a no. You have I have a golden. Labs. I have a golden and a lab. Black yeah. lab, golden retriever. Mexican or Asian? I'll go Mexican. What Mexican? Uh, the prettiest Guadalupe? one. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what's your favorite Mexican dish? My favorite is any burrito. Any burrito. Just put a bunch of shit in it. Wrap it up. Put some cheese. Make it hot. I'll Chipotle. Eat it. Okay. One, two, no, three, not there. Chipotle. I can't fuck with Chipotle though. I can't, I can't get into Chipotle either. Yeah, I, I, I'm My down on Chipotle. Likes it, but I just, I. Bueno Isano is much better. Yeah, because at least you know you're you're ordering it ahead and like making it. Where yeah. where Chipotle, they're just they're doing no different to me than like what McDonald's, Wendy's, and Burger King does. They're putting a bunch of stuff in there they quickly made already, putting it, wrapping it, go it. There's at least Bueno Isano. You can say, I want this without this, or I want this. You know, what I mean, you could be a little more specific. Yeah. Like what? at McDonald's, you're like, I want McDouble, no onions, and then they just give you an onion. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. all right. It's, it, there's not much, Sick. but Chipotle to me, I've had it three times, been disappointed every single time. You can't give me a burrito and a burrito wrap like rips. I'm disappointed every time. Okay, on the border of Frontera. Oh, uh, Frontera. Eh, disappointed. In that Only one. because of their side dishes. By TV the way. character you can be. Uh, I'm gonna go with Al Bundy. Really? Yeah. I'd like an explanation for that. Uh, for me, you come home after work, which I enjoy doing. You crack a beer. You sit down. I'm basically doing all that. And I just want to be able to just every tell everybody to fuck off all the time. I was talking about how you just relish in your football years from high school. Exactly. 
that's my life basically as I'm living now. Oh, Kai. Fucking three touchdowns down. That's what I'm talking about. I live that life at, already. I love my life. And just being able to tell people to fuck off and people listen to me in so many different countries is pretty cool. Favorite food to grill? My favorite food to grill, I love grilling uh, seafood. Any type of seafood. I love grilling uh, fish. I love grilling. Like uh, uh, they're obviously most of them are all fish, but I love like uh, shellfish. I love scallop. You ever gr- grill scallops? I've never grilled. I usually pan sear. You can do a grill scallop with. And you can do it in a foil packet with the garlic and everything already in it. Yeah, like super dope. You could put the butter. You could do all of that in there. What else you got, Bubba Gump? What other what other food to grill? Well, food to grill. Lobster yeah. tails. Lobster tails are awesome because you can lobster, you, main lobster. You, uh, I, I'm always single main. Okay, but uh, if you grill them, you always have you baste them as you're grilling. Yeah, pretty quick. Everything's just so much faster on the grill. Like I made porterhouse tonight, and I like I, instead of like trying to be some like whatever, I take the fillet side. Yeah. Cut that off, have it on the side, because it does cook different. You don't want one to be you know, medium and one to be rare or one to be well done. So I literally cut the fillet side off and cook them separate. Random rapid-fire question for you and Rod. You both own grills, I assume. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite part of the grill? What do you mean favorite part? They cook different, I'm telling you. Oh, my, my fastest I know is the left. Uh, the So I have five, five or five. It's I is the 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 second one to the and on the right top for some reason so just cooks faster right? and I got I bought it last year the right rear right yeah rear. it's crazy like once you figure that out though it changes you, everything huh what's your favorite part of the grill right rear yeah that right rear is the hottest that's where it's now what a lot of people won't do which I do which people think I'm crazy I'll consistently flip and rotate it might oh, be an I, OCD yeah, I do, thing I do the same thing. Because you, you don't want to... Well, it depends on what I'm cooking. So I had... So Big Y had a sale this weekend. It was it was uh, 16 quarter pounders, fresh, raw, you know, beef. And they... I love... I love any... I don't... I like everything fresh. And for me, it was the ability to cook, get the crisp, get the melted cheese to melt, and still get a medium in your burger on a quarter pounder. I did it twice this weekend and I fu- I patted myself on the back out all weekend. Well, usually what I do with meats is I always put you on know, the top. Oh yeah. The top grill is you put, put it on there and then close it for a little bit. And it basically lets the fat kind of melt into. The oh meat yeah. Week before it's cooked. And then you do that for a little bit. And then when you, after a few minutes, you pop it up and then pop it on the grill. And then, oh, it just, well, you know, it people cooks. don't realize that that's, you, that's so when fat, that's how I know, you know, it when meat has fat, you can do stuff like that. But the unfatty meats like the fish, the fish or the vegetables, yeah. it's going to, it's going to go from perfect to overcooked in two seconds. Yeah, well, it's, you got to really pay attention. Pending the fish. Most of it would be in tinfoil unless you're doing a tuna steak or. A oh, if you steak. actually oil your your grates, and you do it properly, and you over scrape, which is the problem that people have, is they scrape so far down, you cut that top layer of mm. the grates off. If you you can actually put a perfect piece of and other other thing I love to do, I make crazy marinades all summer. All yeah. I, I just take the whatever's That's... and just. Lemon, orange, orange. I put I mean, if, if, everything. When I'm going to do an actual grill, grill, it's usually I start two or three days ahead. Absolutely. If you're going to have, if you have people over, I got a lot of respect for Rodney after meeting him today. For the second, well, I met you once, but 
You're speaking gold to me. <laughs> it's, listen, it's uh, I, what, I, I, I want to touch on real quick before we before we figure out. Just tell everyone where they can find Rodney and whatnot. His actual home address, social security number, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. Hey, hey, um, look, my, I, I can't do anything with my identity. If you got a shot at it, go for it. <laughs> I always tell people, steal mine. Have fun with the student loans. Um, <laughs> you, so um, one of my favorite things for summer to bring to uh, a barbecue or whatnot is elote, which is Mexican street corn. <laughs> and I, I remember when we were talking upstairs, you, you mentioned uh, Mexican street corn. Yes. So... You want to hear the story? I, I would love to hear so the story. So we had already. these friends. Uh, I have a lot of friends who are Polynesians. And with our business, we, we've we had we had them come out. Um, we had a bunch of them who came out were working for us. Because we do inspections after, like, major FEMA disasters have been declared. Um, there's a, a law that requires every mortgage company that has a bank, a loan that's secured by some sort of government security has to be looked at by the mortgage company to verify that it's been being reported correctly if it's damaged. So I had to bring a whole bunch of people out to help me get all this stuff done. So all these friends come out, and this older lady, her name is Sissy, she's this older Tongan lady, and she had learned about Mexican street corn through a, f- a friend of her had sent the recipe. So she had never seen it, ever had it, but knew about it from this recipe that she got from a friend. And she, we were having a barbecue uh, cookout at my house, and she wanted to make one, and one, and she wanted me to try it, and so she, you know, we grilled the the corn, and then she rolled it in mayonnaise, and then put on the cheese, but what she didn't understand was how much mayonnaise to put on, because <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to just put a nice. Basically, it's just there like an egg wash. I mean, it's, it's just it. yeah. there to you know. That's a great way get, to explain it. It's just there to get the man to get the uh, cheese to stick to the corn. That's all it's there for. It's not really there to. Yeah. It provides a little bit of a flavor, but not really. She caked it on there like it was a birthday cake. I mean, it was <laughs> icing, is what this thing was. The stripper pops out of the corn. Yeah, and then she rolls it in the cheese, and then she hands it to me, and I'm like. You know, I want to be respectful because it's, it's, you know, sissy. Yeah. And, and so I, I ate the whole thing. Oh. And it was probably. That's good, when your doctors gave you new medicine. Yeah, it was a pound of mayonnaise that I just knocked. The, and it was That's like, when Rodney got and, type and, 2. And she goes, well, what do you think? I go, well, I just, it just seems to me like there's a lot of mayonnaise. Well, that's the way you're supposed to do it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think that's how you're supposed to do it. <laughs> yeah, no. Because I'd never heard of it before until then. So I eat it. So I go in and I look up the recipe and I'm going, oh, yeah, it says a light coating of mayonnaise. I'm like, okay, now that makes sense. Yeah. Right there. That's a perfect. And then you can even, you know, put it over the heat a little bit more and melt the cheese in a little bit. That's exactly that. I mean, you can put it. She didn't do that. It was cold cheese. It was literally a perfectly pieced of corn on the cob and then cold mayonnaise and then cold cheese. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. She got American American craft on there. Yeah. (laughs) So in case you're listening, you want to make uh, Mexican street corn. You do grill it evenly. You want black on the corn. You want to flip it on all eight sides like an octagon. Grill marks on there. Yeah, you want. It's not really anybody who puts aluminum foil on their grill. By the way, no, no, no. I can't do just Mexican street corn. Like I want grill marks. But what you do is you premix. It's a little bit of mayonnaise, a little bit of sour cream. It's cotilla cheese, which is a Mexican Parmesan. And then lime juice and chopped up cilantro. 
and you want to lightly, lightly coat. You don't want this to be like a Thanksgiving sandwich the day next. Mm. She stuck this thing in the jar. <laughs> <laughs> like, like scooped it out like she was getting ice cream. <laughs> Cotton candy You're swirl. Like, You're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, this is going to be great. Oh, good. That is hilarious. It's like bad tuna when somebody just puts seven scoops oh, of scoops of mayo and it's like, here's one can of tuna. Like, uh, this, yay. this is not tuna fish. This is this is tuna flavored mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Rodney, thank you so much for coming on. You were an awesome it's been guest. A pleasure. This was a super fun episode. Where can people find you if they want to? Um, uh, the place I do most of my stuff is uh, on Facebook and Instagram. It's just Rodney Norman comedian. I'll pop up. Uh, I've got I do stuff on YouTube. I'm doing more and more on that. So. YouTube sets its own character. Oh yeah. YouTube's such a great like great opportunity, but it's like something that I feel like I haven't even gotten in, into. I'd like. And to how do you, do you find like YouTube's helped with a lot of your growth or or stuff like that? Or um, it's been kind of hit and miss. I mean, yeah. Because a lot of it, the people find me through Facebook, and Facebook almost hates YouTube. So oh, if it's I post so tough. Anything, it gets lost. So I have to post a video on Facebook directly and on YouTube. Yeah, but if you try to cross promote a YouTube video on Facebook, they just bury it. No one yeah. ever sees it. We made it, that so. mistake. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and we then did. I I had I had one series. I do these things where dramatic readings of Facebook posts where people write stuff that I think Brilliant. is interesting. So I do a dramatic interpretation mm-hmm. of it and post the video. When I first started doing them, I was getting hundreds, thousands of views, tons and tons of shares. I was just like, this is awesome. So then I made my own page for it. Um, and that was going really good. And they said, Hey, promote it. So I put it, you know, it was like oh, yeah. 20 bucks. I did the promotion sure. after that. It will, it, no matter when I post them or how I post them, nobody sees them unless I, post Oh, I, the minute like I started, I up. when I started promoting it stuff, it, it, it actually yeah. just, it didn't help as much as I thought it would. Yeah. Uh, because we posted a YouTube link. Uh, on that note, uh, Wednesday, I shared a Rodney Norman video I thought was really funny. Uh, uh, really? This is a very, this is what you said, Rod. It's a very, very important and inspirationalized super message on how to overcome bad habits. Oh, this one. <laughs> and I read it and laughed so hard. And you give this explanation on how to do, do good and don't do bad. <laughs> And I laughed so hard, and I said, I used to love freebasing essential oils until I came across the Rodney Norman simple eight-step process on how to do-do good and not do bad stuff. <laughs> I'm three years clean from EOS, which would be essential oils. Um, and this video had me rolling, so that you got to share from me, brother. Thank you. you know, and that's, I'll show you after. No, it's great. I, yeah. I, I, to me, what we, what we love to do is, obviously, we love to have guests on. We love to... Uh, have you know make people laugh and preferably comedians but the idea <laughs> that even having somebody that once we become a fan because that's that's what we become we become a fan of your pages and your and your and what you're doing and a lot of times i kind of forget that because i'll just naturally share up in, you know uh raffi or marty or all these comedians yeah. that we've had on they they will just share their stuff and then like they'll hit me up and go hey thank you and so I, I don't, I don't, I don't think of it. I, I truly don't. I, I, in my mind, I just go, well, okay, you're, you're a friend of ours, you're a friend of this. I'll, sh- I'll support you no matter what. And then I'll get a thank you and appreciate it. And I'm like, 
Oh shit! I guess we're really actually uh, doing what we said we would do. So yeah. moving forward, you were an awesome guest. Uh, your videos will share. Your upcoming tours will share. We'll try to get people there. We can't guarantee it, but oh, hey, exposure, I'll, baby! I'll, I'll take and we'd love to come on. Get. We'd love to come on. Uh, yeah, come your podcast. Mine. Come and do be, my podcast. It awesome. usually goes about three hours. Whatever. We talk politics, religion, science. Everything and anything. I can get on board with all three of those. Once I just start talking about my life, that'll just be spiraling its own. All right, anyway, so this episode's (laughs) wrapped up. No, but uh, thank you very much, Rodney. It was was a great time. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate it.